Amber Brown, podcaster in the accounting, finance, and fintech space. Our flagship show, Accounting Influencers, is now one of the world's leading podcasts in this genre and has a number of spin off shows over the years. This particular show is now focusing on talent, which, let's face it, is one of the biggest challenges for the accounting world at the moment. And the format stays the same. I interview the experts, the influencers, and the leaders in many different aspects of culture, talent employer brand succession, talent attraction, retention, soft skills, accounting credentials, qualifications, leadership, mental well-being, the brand of the profession, employee value propositions, employee engagement, increasing capacity and headcount in accounting firms, career development, and the usual HR, learning development, DEI, the great resignation, a ton of other talent-related issues in accounting. And whether you're hiring or being hired, happy where you are or considering a move, leading or following, employed or self-employed, totally skilled up and super employable or needing to refresh your skills, sharpen your personal brand. This is the perfect podcast for you accounting, finance and tech professionals to stay competitive, relevant and informed about all things talent in accounting. So let's get moving with today's show. Influencers Broadcast Network presents Influencers in Accounting with Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. Brought to you by Advanced Track. Welcome to the Influencers in Accounting podcast with me, Rob Brown. I'm thrilled to have with you today a very special guest, Barbara Weltman. Hello, Barbara. How are you doing? We're doing splendid today. Uh, for people that haven't come across you, Barbara, give us a quick introduction about what you do in your world. I deal with small business owners across the globe. And what I try to help them with primarily is tax, financial, and legal information that they need to run their businesses successfully. I'm an attorney by trade. I don't practice anymore. I write books and do continuing education courses and serve on on advisory boards. And I'm real busy. Why have we got you on an accounting podcast, Barbara? You feel accountants are really important to businesses, don't you? I think they're essential today. And I do work with accountants. I do continuing education courses for them and working with small businesses, knowing how they work with their accountants and those who don't, why they should. And that's that's certainly what we should talk about today. Sure. And the big corporate businesses get a lot of the attention, but small businesses keep the world going. We do know that. Tell us about how you feel the role of the accountants has changed over the years, because you've been doing this a while, haven't you? Well, I've been doing it a very longer than I care to, to uh, enumerate. But I think that accountants have now segued. They used to just kind of be bookkeepers or tax return preparers, but now I think they've segued more into business advisors. And really, that's a great role for them to take because they're so needed in that capacity. If we look at business advisors and not accountants, CPAs as such, the landscape that we're in right now, the economic climate, the economy, it's uncertain, it's complex. We're easing out of COVID perhaps, but there are a lot of murky waters and dangerous sharks and all kinds of things out there. So having that safe pair of hands and not just someone that can report on the numbers, but a business advisor, that's critical, isn't it? Well, it is. First of all, it's it's sort of an independent advisor. Most look, big corporations have their own accounting departments and everybody's in-house. Small businesses have to outsource in in a sense to an accounting professional. And 
certainly with the changing economic landscape and, and even more beyond just economics, the, the world, you know, everything's changing, the technology and, um, you know, crypt cryptocurrency, I mean, you can go, the list can go on and on with all the changes. It may be very challenging for a small business owner who wants to focus on running a business to handle all of the, the new things that come your way. And this is certainly a way to do it. Having an outside advisor who can give you hopefully um, clear, unbiased advice. That's a really good way of putting it. And I know you're a big believer in how accountants should be if they're not already, they should become more than just accountants and CPAs and bookkeepers. But those advisors appear of the business, if you like, a trusted confidant, because you know the small business world really well. Their needs are changing. Their expectations are going higher. They have more questions and more opportunities and challenges. So we need something more than just a technical professional, don't we? Absolutely. Especially for just as an example, with more and more uh, small businesses going global because uh, their ability to do so through the internet, uh, the complexities of handling transactions uh, it, it, it just grows and grows with, with a currency exchange, with, with shipping issues, with on and on. And again, having that uh, professional advisor is, is really critical. Yeah, I did a video case study with an accounting firm in the UK just recently. He had a 10-person firm. They were in the debt collection business, Barbara. And he was telling us how his accounting firm had really stepped up on helping him uh, Look after his assets. He bought some commercial properties. He had a cash-rich business, and they turned took him down the road of uh, holding companies and all the different ways that you can protect your business. And that wasn't the only solution, but you can't know that as a business owner. You can't know everything, can you? You don't even know, let alone the right answers, but the right questions to ask. Well, that's so right on because you don't know what you don't know. And so it's hard to ask the right questions. Certainly, um, you bring up a very good point that the uh, accountant can go beyond just your business, but also your personal interests as well, and how they work together with your business. For example, taking the long view and preparing your business, perhaps for an ultimate sale and helping you plan for retirement and what that all means. And it's it's not something that you, you might even might not even be on your radar right now, but someone who's a third party can take a, a long view and help you um, go in that direction. Yeah, you're starting to talk there about some of the ways accountants can help their business clients beyond just keeping the books and filing tax returns. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I, I think I think, you know, we have to talk about budgeting, for example, and forecasting and, and inventory management. Uh, that's that's one of the things today with with all of the supply chain uh, issues and challenges that that uh, many businesses are facing. Inventory planning is so, you know, it's such a big issue because uh, you, you don't want to tie up your money in inventory that, that may sit around and yet you want to be able to satisfy your customers. And so you have to really, you really need to know uh, the best way to handle things. Yeah. Just define small business for us, Barbara, because it maybe has different definitions here in the UK. We've got a global audience here. You're up there in the US. Obviously, small business goes from one person to, I don't know, just define the term in your book. 
Well, the, the term is it's so uh, nebulous because it just depends on what your purpose you're using it for. So, for example, in the U.S., the, the Small Business Administration usually limits small businesses and small business loans for up to 500 employees. And we don't think of 500 employees as a small business. And then if you go to banking and, they, and you want to go to their small business different uh, banks and their small business lender, uh, you're going to have a completely different definition. And in my book, which is um, J.K. Lasser's Small Business Taxes, I list over uh, two dozen different definitions of small business, some based on the number of employees, some based on the, uh, the amount of assets, and some based on revenue. So uh, there's no answer is the bottom line. No, and that's exactly why when small business owners want help, they've got to navigate this landscape of all the different providers, advisors, suppliers, who's doing what for small businesses and make sure they're in the right category, having the right conversations, asking the right questions, which is where a trusted business advisor like an accountant, CPA, bookkeeper can really help them, right? Well, yeah, just circling back to the concept of, of, of obtaining a loan. There are different avenues that small businesses usually have to go through than a larger business. Uh, just for example, um, in the U.S., uh, when businesses, when small businesses obtain a loan, usually anybody owning 20% or more has to personally co-sign for a loan. And so, <laughs> so it's a matter of having a, an owner's build a personal good credit rating, trying to build up the credit rating for a business so that you don't have to have the owner on the hook. And uh, again, that's having this advisor send you in the right direction for the, the best terms uh, that you can get. Yeah. And we're tackling this interview why accountants are indispensable. Talk to us about some of the ways accountants can demonstrate value to their clients and be indispensable. Well, I, I think there are um, some um, hard ways and some soft ways. And some <laughs> hard ways, obviously, I think we, we, we talked about with uh, budgeting forecasting. I mean, that, that is, I think that's really um, important. Understanding your financial statements. I think many business owners could don't even know how to read a financial statement, never, besides understanding the value of, of knowing that. And so that would be something uh, important. And also, um, as we said, inventory uh, projections also. But I think on the soft side, I think working with a good um, accountant, you, you you can tap into a whole new network that the accountant has of other business owners, other professionals that you may need to turn to. It's it's sort of, I have found that it's, it's sort of a big small business world and that the uh, loosely used, the term networking, but so, sort of making connections through the small business world. And the accountant is often the quarterback for that, often the, per, the, the, the party that says, oh, you need to find um, an attorney, go here. You need to find an IT expert, go here. You need, uh, um, you need a banker, go, go there. And I, I think that the, that the, um, accountant is the person that has the most contact with the small business owner on a regular basis to be able to offer that kind of service. There's so much in that. Yes, the quarterback calls the plays, 
But you're talking about signposting your small business clients to the right network of suppliers and other advisors that they need. Uh, but you're also alluding to the touch points. Nobody touches the client more than the accountant, CPA, the bookkeeper, do they? Sometimes daily, very often weekly, if they're staying close to them as they should be. Absolutely. And and again, that that's really the important point, that, that um, the accountant can stay up on what's happening uh within the business as well as as well as what's going on in the world in other words there may be a new government rule that you better know about or there may be um, a new opportunity uh that that's um that's out there a new technology or something that you can pass along and so as you say because of the frequency with which accountants interact with business owners i think there, there's great value there and great opportunity there. We hear a lot, don't we, Barbara, about accountants claiming to be proactive. We see it on a lot of their websites. They all sound the same. They make similar promises, similar values. We're proactive. But really, when a business owner is looking for an accountant, what kind of questions should they be asking themselves on making sure they get the right advisor in? Well, it, 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 there are a lot of variables, certainly. But it, it may be very helpful to get an accountant who has expertise in your industry. So if you are in manufacturing, let's say, you would want an, an, an accountant who is familiar with, with the ins and outs of manufacturing. So that would be one good thing. It, it's just like, you know, speaking on an attorney basis, you wouldn't go to your um, your family attorney for a, a contract dispute. You know, it's, it's so you want somebody with expertise in a particular area. Um, that would be one thing. Another thing is that I, I think it's great to get referrals. Uh, I mean, I have to, I have to say that I, just like you would get, uh, before you go see a doctor, you probably ask a friend or a neighbor, you know, what they know about this particular doctor. And again, going back to this small business world, I, I think you would ask around about the reputation. Uh, you know, it's one thing to read reviews on online. It's another to get uh, an in-person, um, confidential, totally honest <laughs> report. And I think that that would be very helpful too in finding the right account. And, and then I think there's nothing wrong with asking upfront about what it's going to cost you and how you're going to work together. What is What are the expectations of the accountant? Are they going to be dealing with you on a, a weekly, monthly, quarterly basis? Are they going to be sending you alerts and, and newsletters and that sort of thing to keep you up to date? Uh, what are the resources? Are you dealing with one person or, or a, a group that you can tap into anybody? So I, I think there are a lot of variables and there's no real right answer. It depends on your situation, your budget, your needs. I, I think you have to think of all of those things. Yeah, absolutely right. And you mentioned pricing there and fees. It, it's a sensitive subject, both for the accountant and what they charge, and also for the client that's paying them. So in today's ever-changing economy, inflation, uh, cost of fees, most accountants are raising their fees, and rightly so, but they've got a tough job to do to convey that value and help clients understand what they're getting for their money. Talk to us a little bit about that, Barbara. Well, I think a, a couple of things to keep in mind. One is that one of the reasons you're paying a professional is to help you do things right, to keep you out of trouble. You get into trouble, it's going to cost you way more than the fees that you're paying to uh, an accountant. So that would be uh, one big issue. 
I think another reason uh, that why you want to pay a professional and not do these things yourself so much is that your time is best spent running your business and leaving the financial aspects to a professional. Yes, the buck stops with you. Yes, you make the final decisions. Yes, you need to understand the numbers and know what's going on, but you don't need to do the the little details. And I think that that is best left to professionals. Your time is better spent earning revenue to pay the professionals. And we've had some shows recently, and I'll put them in the show notes with uh, Susan Bryan. And uh, we looked at two angles of the accountant business owner relationship. One is how as a business owner, you can make your accountant better, hold them accountable for serving you better. And the other is from an accountant's perspective, how can you make your clients better? How can you educate them on the way you work and get the most out of them so you can give them the most value? And this relationship is absolutely important. But there are times when it does go wrong. Any advice for business owners on looking at warning signs that their advisor is perhaps not doing what they should be doing and how they might move on or discharge that relationship? Well, I mean, there are certain obvious uh, signs. If if your phone calls aren't being returned, <laughs> yes, you, you know, one. That's, that's one thing. If you're getting notices from the government that that your your forms aren't being filed, I mean, that, those are the, the, the big things. Uh, but certainly if, if your comfort level is, is not there, if you don't feel that this person that you're working with is responsive to what your needs are, move on. Another point is that as your business grows, you may need a different kind of accountant. You may need to scale up as your business grows. So the small, maybe sole practitioner that's been helping you to to get started may not be the right person to help you when you're now taking on managers and, and having multiple levels of, of, you know, of uh, employers, yeah, employees rather. Of course, that's an excellent point. Businesses evolve, businesses grow, they innovate, they potentially outgrow their advisors and a whole load of suppliers that they need to move on from. So I guess it's incumbent on the business owner to build out their own network and their referral network so that they can tap into the next level of advisory help that they need. That, that's absolutely true. And I and I don't think that when you've worked with somebody for a, a period of time, you, you form not only this professional relationship, but a personal relationship. And it may feel hard to, to say goodbye, but I think that, that you're, you're absolutely right. As you, you have to move on at, certain, at a certain point. And I don't think that there will be hard feelings. I think that, that this is uh, well understood. That, and I think that perhaps even the accountant could, could feel relief that because maybe they're not up to the, the challenge of a, of a larger enterprise. Well, some business owners do feel up to the challenge themselves. They DIY their bookkeeping and accounting, don't they, Barbara? They're bootstrapping, uh, resources are limited, budgets are tight. So they're thinking, well, I'll get some software. I'll do my accounts myself. Well, for some business owners, they have no choice. They don't have the budget to pay uh, an accountant on a, on a regular basis. But with that said, and, and, and also the software is very good. And you don't need to 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 know anything about accounting to handle the. All you need to do is enter income and expenses. So it's it's pretty um, foolproof. But with that said, I think it's very good to work with an accountant at the start to set up the correct um, sub accounts within the accounting software so that the money 
uh, goes in and the expenses come out of the right accounts. It just will simplify things in the long run. And, and one other thing, which uh, may seem surprising, but it, I can't tell you how often I've seen this, is that businesses, especially those who are just starting out, don't necessarily keep their personal expenses separate from their business. And so I think having things set up by a professional at the beginning will reinforce the need to separate your personal and business finances. I want to ask you to give us some words of encouragement to the accountants listening to help them be more indispensable for their small business clients. So uh, do be thinking about that. But one of the things they can do quite quickly is to direct them to big ideas of smallbusiness.com. We'll put all your details in the show notes. Just tell us briefly what you do for businesses and why it would help an accountant to send them over to you. What I do is provide a lot of free information. I provide a daily idea and I provide blogs with a lot of information about businesses, as I said, financial tax and legal primarily, but other information with resources that people can use to follow up for more information. And, and that's really the whole point is that uh, I've been at this a very long time and I just felt that at this point, it was a great thing for me to be able to share a lot of this information through the internet. Uh, um, you know, previously I had a, a, a local print uh, um, newsletter and, but now it, it's just able to be global and, and, and I, and I just appreciate the ability to um, offer this information and uh, help business owners and their advisors in navigating what's an ever-increasing complex world. Terrific. And in closing then, uh, two or three top tips for accountants, bookkeepers to be a lot more indispensable for their small business clients. What would you leave us with, Barbara? Well, I think it's that it's vital for the accountant, the bookkeeper to stay up on changes so they can be the uh, the person to inform the business owner of changes of what's new, what has to be done. I think the other thing is to be there and read the numbers and try to detect when things may be going off the rails a little bit. Perhaps expen expenses have gotten out of hand or um, prices have to be adjusted. And I think that a third party, such as the accountant, can spot that kind of thing that the business owner may may be just too in deep, uh, in deep so much that they they just don't see the big picture. And finally, I just think it's a third party ad advisor that you are an independent party there to perhaps hold the business owner's hand, if you will, with the same goal as helping the business grow. Barbara, that's been terrific. We hear of accountants being described as the uh, and the emergency service providers for small business, the superheroes that are standing in the gap and helping their clients do all kinds of things right now. And you've really set it up for us that they are indispensable in the business mix and they are on the team bus for the small business owner. And they've really got an important part to play. Thank you so much for your time, your passion and your insights today, Barbara. Accounting Influencers Broadcast Network presents Influencers in Accounting. Brought to you by Advanced Track. Your access to world-class accounting leaders, global influencers, and thought leaders. Discover what makes accounting firms great and accounting professionals world-class.
Thank you for listening to this new Talent in Accounting podcast. This is a relatively new show, but already has over a thousand listeners. So we appreciate you tuning in and sharing the show with your connections. If you have a potentially good guest you'd like to see on the show with some great insights on talent, reach out to me on LinkedIn with a message and we'll follow them up. And as we build this show up, we're looking for a couple of sponsors for whom talent and the accounting finance space is important. Loads of great opportunities to get your brand out there and show your key messages and even get some of your own guests on the show. Again, drop me a message on LinkedIn to tee up that conversation. And for great podcast content elsewhere, make sure you subscribe to our main show, Accounting Influencers, goes out every Monday. And join the 40,000 listeners in 150 countries for brilliant interviews with the top leaders, experts, and influencers in the accounting and fintech world. Finally, why don't you join us and our community with some conversations at our next virtual speed networking session. These are now taking place every two months for accounting, finance, and tech professionals. 75 minutes of speed dating, great discussions, raising your personal profile, making new connections. Go to accountinginfluencers.com to register your free place for our next event. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day.